<laughs> that is how I feel about The Bachelor right now. Well, I don't even know. I have had... Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to the Fumble. Um, this is just going to be however many minutes, hours, days of Haley and I screaming. Um, I have a lot to discuss, guys. I've been screaming all day. Like, I literally kid you not, my friends and I have a group chat where we have been discussing this at length all day. I've been on Twitter. I've been on Reddit. I have. If I've seen anything about it on social media, I've been skipping over it because I can't handle people not having my point of view in this moment. (laughs) Um, so there's just literally like Haley, I'm not even joking when I say this. Are we even going to recap or are we just going to talk? No, I think we have to recap (laughs) Annie. Also, we did not record an episode last week because the mental all sucked ass. The mental all, the problem with the mental all is that they just like, they all love each other too much. Yeah. Which like, (laughs) I'm sitting here being like, the problem is they get along too well. They're too mature. But like. The thing is, they got along too There's well. just no drama. So that, yeah, there wasn't any drama, even when they- We had to fill it with a, a making out session from the audience, which I actually recently saw the casting call for that. Um, yeah, I'll send that to you, I think is what it was. Uncomfortable. And Caitlin and Jason's engagement, which listen, I love Caitlin and Jason, but well, like- Genuinely, like I think I texted you as that was happening. I was like- there was not enough drama on this season that they had to start putting in random other people's yes. shit. Like, come on. Uh, so we didn't do a mental all episode. No. Which is probably, nothing. again, for the best because we've got a lot. Yes. To get into. I feel into. like, honest, okay, we'll just start with. Well, Michael, also Michael, Michael got sent home or sent himself home last <laughs> yes. week. Um, that like feels so, like nothing compared exactly, to what happened compared- this week. Exactly. Like that I thought was so dramatic and I was so yeah. upset. Yeah. And then it just wasn't. Um, how so I my- feel about that. Sorry. How I feel about that is I, we all love Michael. He's yeah. insanely beloved by this franchise, arguably maybe the new most loved person on, on the show Yeah, up there with like, I don't know, Wells. Um, yeah. Can do no and, harm, et cetera, et yeah. cetera. I'm trying to think. I like literally can't think of someone who's like, yeah, up there, same caliber. He wasn't. It wasn't going to be him and Katie in the end. Let's say it. Let's no. just call it how it is. And like she so, was. And she, I'd rather he broke her heart than she broke his. No one wanted. 100%, if, imagine if she had sent him home. One hundred percent. So the thing is, she wouldn't have been able to send him home. Like yeah, you can't do that. Um, yeah he's just too pure of a being even if she like was repulsed by him physically or something she could not send no. him home and be like, well, um, get over it like you're getting yeah. married to the sweet gem of man yes and now he's just really popping weird. off on instagram <laughs> he's being weird he's being a weird like that photo okay so katie posts a little risque photo in her i was almost said tidy whities but that's the opposite because it was a little black lingerie set and what did he comment? It was like, but I can't, I can't comment what I, I want to say. Yeah. What I want to do. Was it what I want to do or what I want to say? That is, those are whole different ball games there. But it was weird. It's like, you're a, I, you're a parent. Like, I'm like, I 
<laughs> your father. You're a father and a tiny little cherub of a man. I can't think he of He also posted a picture of her from the... Yes. After the fun, or from the yes. mental all. With, with the song, Lord The Her Night God. We Met. <laughs> that is some... We thought that Greg was the sad boy of the season. That is sad boy of the season. So he's just been really weird on Instagram. And people are like, is she just a dad who doesn't understand? Like, is this a generational difference? But then there's also been some theories that like. We're talking about him. Like, he's like. But you have to admit, no, that age. I mean, yes. He still has the text on his phone. Yeah, no, literally. Like. He's young. He's only 13 years older than me, but 36 and 20 in like our generation when it comes to social media. Haley is a true like a, millennial. That's like a 50 year age Gen difference. Year. I'm a, yeah. You're true. That's what I'm trying to say okay. is like social um, media wise, he, he shows his age a little bit. My flex of the week. So everybody, I am unfortunately 25. Um, I, was born in, <laughs> I was born in 1996 and if you did not know 1996 is one of those years that like no one ever knows where to put us that's um, how I feel personally yeah I feel like this, I'm right at the edge yeah and this weekend I had a 21 and 19 year old tell me that I'm more the Gen Z side so I was like I feel like we I, are totally the definition of zillennials um i think i'm i'm like really on the cusp almost gen z but i think i'm this sounds so pretentious but like i think i'm a more mature 23 year old so i feel a little Mm -hmm. bit more millennial Mm -hmm. but like i think of my brother and my brother's only two years younger than me but he is like a true gen z like yeah i feel like i feel like 23 like my age and maybe 22 year olds are like the cutoff but once you get to 21 like there's no question yeah yeah, yeah 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 It's very interesting. They, I know. they like, they're the, I mean, even my brother, like I didn't have smartphone until like halfway through high school or yeah. something like that. Like my brother's first phone was a smartphone. And I think that's the difference. And I'm not one to be like, they're growing up. So whatever. But like, if you only ever have a smartphone growing up, yeah, that's going to shape you differently. Than exactly. My not. first, what was your first one? Mine was one of those little, just like oh my God. squares. That mine was, was a square too. I had, I, I had, don't know what uh, it was called. I had so mine was light pink. Mine was hot pink. Mine was a light pink square flip phone that oh. flipped up to a full keyboard. <gasps> oh my god! But it was like no, a square. My... It was like literally a mini laptop, essentially. Mine was well, maybe mine was more of a rectangle. This is yeah, it's actually probably called. more of a rectangle. I wonder rectangle how I could look shape. that up. But um, it was it was like a qwerty keyboard and everything. Mine um had a full keyboard. I would love to see it now because I feel like my fat thumbs couldn't type on it anymore. I love um, my flip-up keyboard dropped, one. I dropped mine off of the Skyfari at the <gasps> Omaha Zoo and it survived. And it survived. Dude, yeah. my iPhone has – I've cracked my screen twice in two months not even knowing how. Yeah. And so, like, yeah. but those They don't make phones. them like they used to. <laughs> I had one. How did we get here? I had one that literally, like, it was a flip-up one, and literally one of the hinges was, one of the hinges was, like, off, and I could still text on it. Like, the screen still worked, even though one of the hinges was entirely off, and it could fly off at any second. (laughs) I like, I'm trying to look this up. Mine was light pink. Oh my god, this is it. Oh my god. She's so cute. A Samsung Gloss. Yes. Oh, that's a really good name. See, um... 
yeah, I that had actually Virgin is. Mobile for my first phone because then. Wait, I might have had that too before my like first real, real phone. Yeah, I had Virgin Mobile. And so our, oh, that's so cute. Oh, Look I how cute she was. I absolutely like told my parents that I wanted that at some point. Oh, and my friend had this one. My best friend of this oh, one. That's, that's, um, that's, um, I can remember her phone number still. Vibes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, my, wow. yeah, I don't know. I had Virgin Mobile all growing up. So I always just bought like whatever was their cheapest one or whatever. Once I started being able to like save like $200, then I'd buy like the $200 like yeah. smartphone and it was not yeah. very smart. Yeah. I had like, I had like a, what's the other, like they used to be kind of the competitor with iPhones and Android. I had an Android. Oh, yeah, I had like, an Android at some point in high school and then yeah. I got an iPhone like sophomore year because I remember I was the last person on our my dance team to get it so I think it was end of sophomore year it was like right in the middle of high school because yeah. I was the last person on my dance team to get an iPhone so we could finally have an iPhone group message and it was a really exciting day I remember anyway, I think my anyway, probably junior senior anyways no. Haley and I are derailing we because here? we really just don't want to talk about Yes. Okay. The, the screaming that is going to ensue. When we okay. Yes. So, but anyway, people have been interpreting Michael's post as maybe, again, Annie and I have not looked into spoilers, so we don't no. know. No. We really don't. Genuinely. That Even today, been some, with all of my searching, was not spoiled. There's been some theories that maybe they're to Katie and Michael are together now. And how they got there, who knows? But there's been some theories. that. Okay. All right. Yes. Um, We're not going to skip so, ahead. We're going to re- talk about the whole episode. Yeah. But so, Michael, I felt so bad. Like, okay, first of all, I was talking about this with some friends. Do you think the producers coached James to say that? Because for those that are do not remember, James goes, and I'm not trying to make fun of a four-year-old right now, but he says something along the lines of, like, literally Michael is just, like, talking to him, being like, how you doing, bud? Blah, blah, blah. And James goes, maybe daddy doesn't want to see me anymore. But he's like playing with toys and running around. But also, I will say, right as I said that, I remembered one time. I yeah, four-year-olds say weird shit all the time. I, I don't talking, think that's, he exactly. literally could have said that and meant nothing by it at all. I was talking to my four-year-old nephew not too long ago. And I tell I told him, I go, oh, I miss you. And he goes, then why don't you come see me? I was like, yeah. Also, like, I remember <laughs> at this, like, my boss's son is five. He's, like, the closest thing I have to, I say my boss, but he's, like, literally my nephew, essentially. Yeah. And he's five now, but, like, right when he was four, maybe he had turned five at this point, he had, like, went through a weird, like, self-deprecating phase <laughs> where he was, like, I'm the worst boy in the world. Like, they say very dramatic oh, things yeah, at four. Like, that. four-year-olds yeah, are yeah. very capable of saying very dramatic things oh, yeah, yeah. without realizing at all what they're saying. Exactly. And so James is doing that, but then he accidentally, like, really sets his dad up. Because, I mean, I yeah. imagine you're a parent. You you're already just – it's just – it. even if that wasn't, like, the final straw, yeah. like, you're feeling all this guilt as a parent – yeah. Was it him that said, I think he said this in this episode, like, as a parent, as a single parent, you're always trying to balance, like, you're taking care of your your kid and also mm-hmm. taking care of yourself. Yeah. And when one of those things, like, 
gets off track, it just, it throws your, like, that's your whole life is just trying to keep those things balanced and they never are. Yeah. So I think it was just one of those moments where the guilt was too much for him. Yeah. And um, I also think like it was probably a lot of being like, hey, um, Katie's going to meet him next week or for all you know. Oh, a thousand percent. Because people were saying too, like, oh my God, he was going to see him next week. Why didn't he like wait until he could see James? First of all, he would see his son and then for like one day and then not be able to see him for another potentially like three weeks, if not more. Additionally, um, it was filmed during like peak COVID. Like this yeah, was filmed during I think... like March COVID. And you think they're going to fly a, an unvaccinated yeah. four-year-old? Yeah, I just don't think, and I think it was shit starting to get real that, like, this is a, like, I, I, how many parents, single parents talk about, like, what a huge deal it is to introduce someone to your child, and even if their connection was really deep, like, the rational part of you has to be, like, am I really about to introduce myself, my son, my very impressionable son, like, four years old is such an impressionable age, am I about to introduce him to someone who I've known for a month and a half? Like, I think that whole process of The Bachelor, there's a lot more on the line when you're a single parent Mm -hmm. of that whole entire process. Like, you know, like not just introducing him to her, but also like the idea of like, yeah, just like getting engaged and committing to her. It's I feel like that is just such a big risk. Yeah, 100. So when he sent himself home, I, I, I was on board with it. It's what he thought was best. sometimes that's the way it goes i don't know even now now that i've seen another episode i don't think katie's very good at expressing herself in like i'm i'm thinking back to their breakup and i feel like i remember then being like this feels off to me she's good at expressing herself when she's breaking up with people but then when like someone comes to her with a breakup she's really dare i say befumbled and I mean, obviously, oh. that's because she can go into the breakups, like, being like, okay, I know why this is happening. And then when she's being broken up with, she might be more, like, confused yeah. or taken aback. But even still, like, I felt like, I don't yeah. know. Because then the guys that she broke up with were all really articulate and, like, <laughs> good yeah. at, like, being like, oh, so this is why that's happening. This is why you feel yeah. this way, et cetera, et cetera. And she has not been able to do the same. I yeah. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Should we get into this week's set? Do we really have nothing from the mental all? No, I, really I love Andrew. Think- I hope he's the next bachelor. Yeah, ba- he's a cutie. Um, um, this is a really hot take. People are mad about things he said when he was 15, to which I say he was 15, and that I believe people have the capacity to grow and learn and change. And that we shouldn't completely write them off. Yeah. What did he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's all. That's all I want to say on that. Yeah. Um, And that's all I have about the mental all. Really though, like it was not that exciting. I mean, Connor played his little ukulele, and I was like, "Oh lord, not this again." But like, I was back in like 2012 YouTube. It's a dark time. Um, one guy was like really trying to be relevant in the mental all and like hadn't been relevant all season. I was like, what's going on? I don't remember. I don't remember. Brendan, I think. 
the Canadian yeah, guy kept on saying Brendan. fake news, and I was like, yeah, oh god, that was so annoying. I was like, that's so annoying. Um, oh my gosh, another thing we have to discuss. We didn't discuss this. They released um the men for Michelle's season or the first. Lineup. Oh yes. So if we're going timeline wise, the mental all happened, and then a couple days later they announced the men. Um, Haley and I have a semi hometown hero except he might not be a hero to us because he wears cowboy boots and um follows hey Donald that's not my issue with him at all <laughs> that's not my issue okay, at all my issue with the cowboy boots and i say this as some i own a pair of cowboy boots but they're like cute and they and i just bought them and i like wear them in like a fun fashion way i'm just saying my issue oh, with i him, wear mine i wear mine fully non-ironically my issue with we also went to tcu <laughs> <laughs> exactly my issue with the cowboy boots is he's from omaha which for people that are yeah. not familiar omaha is nebraska's largest city it, it yeah, has you, a bunch I, of suburbs it literally has like a million people in its population. yeah let me clarify i say i wear cowboy boots non-ironically i wear them in a different way than like an la influencer wears cowboy uh-huh. boots i try to wear however, them like an la influencer <laughs> yes yes however i also don't wear them like work boots which that's the thing is that's like if you're wearing cowboy boots as a work boots like hell yeah brother like yeah some there are jobs that you should yeah. wear cowboy boots for yeah. but if you are living in omaha that's in probably omaha. you're not the target yes. audience there in nebraska's biggest city like and i'm not for i always say like for our listeners like all three of them that are also I actually was just nebraska. thinking if i wanted to go look at the stats or not but i think i'll get sad if i look at them <laughs> Anyways, um, is anyone listening? For all of our listeners, for those that are not from Nebraska, which I'm sure is so many, Nebraska is like when we say it is a town, it is a genuine town. I know it is not like Omaha, it is not LA sized, it's not even Kansas City sized, but it has like a million people. Yeah, it's not country enough to wear cowboy boots. Exactly. It's not country enough to wear cowboy boots. Lincoln or Omaha. No, I don't or Omaha exactly and I just know in my gut from seeing that he has an entire highlight on his Instagram about his cowboy boots that like when he if they do like a intro opening shot to him it's gonna be like him on a freaking like fence out in Gretna and he's gonna be like out on the fence like being like yeah I'm just a country boy like I'm just a hometown boy at heart or something and I'm gonna just be so mad because you're from Omaha. Stop. I have this whole thing with influencers that come from Lincoln or Omaha and then try to say they're like are from the middle of nowhere. It's a thing. I can talk about it for like an hour. There's multiple perpetrators yeah. that have done this. <sighs> um, but aside from that, I didn't pay attention to any of the other men. So Okay. Um, let's focus. <laughs> I can't though, because I'm just. We have talked about cowboy boots. We've talked about so many things. Anyway, okay. Um, Yeah. Also, just so you guys know, I had an energy drink too late last night, and I woke up in the middle of the night and was awake for three hours. Um, I I read like three in the morning. I read like a hundred pages. Yeah, I I I was up at three hours from one a.m. to four a.m. when a lot of people are still normally awake, but I go to bed at like literally ten. And I was up for three hours. I read like half of my book, but then I decided I really try not to get on my phone in the middle of the night, but I did briefly get on Instagram and Becca, 
who we love, Becca Martinez. Becca! But Becca, and we'll get into this, we are not on the same side of this oh, argument. And she was actually, like, she's she fired was kind of, up. Well, she was, like, and this is what I will say. This is a show. It is edited. We don't know the full story. We're going to speak our opinion about it. I'm not going to say that, like, people that have the opposite opinion of us are wrong. I feel like that's, like, what upset me a little bit about what Becca said was, like, if you don't agree with me, I'm, like, genuinely worried about your relationships. Oh, and yes. I was like, that yeah. feels too far for me. Yeah. And so that's, so like, far. I'm not going to sit here and be like, if you – we're team Greg in this instance. If you're team Katie, I don't think that you are like bad in relationships. I no. do think people were wrong for throwing around some terminology around relationships that has gotten yes. too like casual. So I do yes. want to say like make my stance on that, yes. but I'm not going to be like, if you think that Greg was in the wrong, you are probably unhealthy relationships. That exactly. Yeah. I yeah, didn't yeah. like that at all. I was really not a fan of that as well. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, we will get into all that shortly enough. There's just so much to unravel from there. Sorry, I have a text. Yeah. I wonder if So it's- they, let's just. It's not about this situation. Thank God, or else I'd be in Blake here. had a little Canadian hometown, really played into all of the Canada stereotypes. Yeah. And then out of nowhere is like, um, what's that one? like animal cruelty like company yeah. that plays the Sarah McLaughlin, <laughs> McLaughlin oh, um, the ASPCA or whatever out of nowhere comes Greg's puppy dog ASPS whatever face <laughs> and he's like out of nowhere I accidentally caught a glimpse of their date they, and I'm like no you that wasn't an accident that wasn't an accident the date outside of his room and then the producer <laughs> said you should go get some air outside really quick yeah oh are you are you in your head right now why don't you go outside onto this balcony? And we absolutely um, didn't set up the hockey date on this random street that cars are still driving through um, because of how yeah. randomly we decide to place this here. Uh, yeah, you should just yeah. go chill out there. Yeah, so Greg is yeah. watching from afar like a little wounded puppy. Yeah. And so that's kind of the start of it all. Um, and then we meet Blake's mom and sister. His mom is gorgeous, gorgeous. beautiful yes. woman. His sister, I wrote down one line from his sister that was so funny to me. She said, she kind of calls him out she on does. the issue that I think a lot of people have with yes. Blake. And that is, before you even met Claire, you loved her. Yes. And I said, oh, listen, I know that I'm more team Blake than the average person. That's mostly just because I think he's hot and he's my exact physical type. Would you do that with that information? What you will. I do think he falls in love very fast. I, yes. We've seen that. Yes. I still also think that he is the most compatible person with Katie. And I will take that to the grave. Okay. That I think they are insanely compatible. Okay. And the two things that I think make them comp- make them so compatible, my two reasonings from what I've seen this season, they're both horny as fuck and talk about it all the time. Yeah. And they're both kind of. And I don't like using this word because I think this word was made up to make women feel bad about themselves and what they like. But they're kind of chewy. Yeah, they are. They're both kind of, or like, I don't know what the right word is, but they're both just like a little bit out of trend. A little bit like. Like in like their sense of humor. No, 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 no. They are 
the people that get TikToks from Instagram reels. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's I exactly wish that right. If we ever had like a Blake trailer. is going to end up with a woman who wears a shrug. Exactly. If we ever had a trailer for this show, I would just put that moment in there. <laughs> I mean, this is, oh, say hello. Reading my mind. Hi, puppy. Um, um, no, I agree. I see that. Um, I'm still not a huge like it's just like like person, but also, I mean, granted, I just think they're really compatible. You know what? To each their own. Like Katie's really, really nice. Katie's yeah. really nice. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I would be her friend in real life. I don't think we have the same sense of humor. Uh-huh. I feel like they have the same sense of humor. That's like a little stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Not stupid, that not intelligent stupid. Just like the jokes are kind of dumb. Yeah. Like some poop jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, his sister went in. <laughs> she did. <laughs> like how she was like, well, yeah. um, you've been in love with the past three bachelorettes, so... Which is also hilarious because they are so different. The three bachelorettes like could not be more I know. different. know, and so it's like, dude, are you just like yeah. in love every day of the week? He kind of like gives the me same. He kind of gives me that vibe of like your friend that like is talking to like a different girl every week, and it's not like oh, a malicious. A it's not in a malicious way. It's not a bad. No, way. it's They're like they don't like, know how to be alone. They yeah, a they don't know how to be alone, and b they just like I don't know really like relationships and like talking to people and even when you'll be like this person seems like very different um than your last person that's that's different for you like they don't have a type yeah (laughs) and you're just like what is this but they're not meaning to do it maliciously yeah they're just they just like so i didn't write anything else about their date it went fine it was fine um his family liked her. He, she liked his family. He wanted He's, to tell her he loved her. Yes, that is true. But he didn't. He held that out. That is true. He held out on that. Which we'll get into Katie's whole waiting till marriage to say <laughs> I love you thing. We'll get into that later. Um, It made me, I'm trying to think in past seasons where contestants were at by this point in the season. I'm trying to think of past seasons where I know contestants had said they had loved each other. Home oh, towns. um, like a lot. It, yeah. This it always happens at hometowns. Yeah, but they're well. We'll talk about that later. So then we go to Justin. Which fun fact I found out today um, via Reddit that the date filming order was actually Blake, Greg, Justin. Fun fact. Interesting. I, I obviously totally get why they cannot travel. Like, mm-hmm. full science believer here. It I does do suck. I doctors. I do believe doctors. And I do believe they shouldn't travel. It does suck, though. Like, especially someone like Katie, who has, like, been very vocal that she would be interested in moving somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. she's not tied down to her hometown. Like, to Seattle. That's where she lives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It is crappy that she can't, like, go see – I don't know. Like, I've never been to Baltimore. And I feel like yeah. you want to, like, go – especially – or, like, fucking Canada. Like – And be there. Because I feel like Blake is someone, like, because I wouldn't really be willing to move because oh, of yeah. his job. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I just – you'd really want to be able to envision that. And so it's kind of yeah. crappy that you can Because what if you yeah. get there and you're like, oh, I don't vibe with this place for whatever reason. Exactly. But you're here. So. Uh, but I don't want to be here. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so. they're a little Baltimore day. I'm going to be – 200% honest, I started to check out during this date. 
I for initially started like a sewing project. And then by the time we got to the actual home, like talking to the family, which would be the friends in this case, I was cooking in my kitchen and like occasionally like peeking out to see. What yeah, happened. there was a carriage ride. I don't really know. It actually was a fun. It oh, got to see a little bit of I his remember, personality I remember the on that ride, part. Yeah. yeah, you got to see a little bit of his personality, which was nice. So I don't know if there's a lot of carriages in Baltimore. Can I, I don't say know. hot take? That felt like um, maybe like a first or second date and not a home. Oh, for date. sure. Like for just sure. the way they were together. Um, on that part of the date because I remember that and I remember thinking like this feels a little too fresh a little too like there's awkward silences but they're not like pauses because you two are used to each other and you're used to quiet it was like pauses because you both didn't know like what to say next and you didn't know which one was gonna like talk first yeah um yes so they find out his parents can't come so his friends came instead, which obviously is crappy. Obviously, parents always have a hard time with this process, but I feel like almost always the parents come around and they're like, as long as you're happy, I just want you to be happy. So yes. a part of me almost thinks that friends would be tougher because they're more willing to like give it to you yeah. straight. I'm pickier about who my friends date than their parents might be oh, sometimes because you like see 100%. it more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm almost like, dang, that's almost tougher. I think my I friends know. would say that I'm like picky about the people they date in like the worst way. Not e- No, yeah. that sounds really bad, but I will tell them things. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. Or I'll, yeah. I, don't, nah, I'll, I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like I could definitely see my friends being like, are you sure about this? Rather than my parents who are just going to be like, well, we want to see you happy. My friends are like, well, I also don't. I feel like parents are always like, this is crazy, but we want you to be happy. Yeah. Because let's be real. Parents are usually the ones not dealing with a lot of the results of the messy breakup. Like they might deal with like a couple weeks of like. That's the tea right there. Exactly. Like when I had breakups, my parents would be the ones to have to deal with it for like a couple days while I went home to like be sad. But then after that, my friends were like, they had to do the rest. Yep, that's exactly they, it. They see all you know, of it. Yep. Exactly. They see the whole thing. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. I got kind of sad watching it because I, while I do agree that like the intensity of their relationship is just not even comparable to hers mm-hmm. with Blake or Greg, I did feel like he was really starting to open up in this episode. Yeah. I think and it makes me sad. Boy. Yeah, because his heart's boy. gonna, his little heart's gonna get broken. Yes, he's a very also, sweet he's boy. So he's so handsome. He's so handsome. He's a sweet boy, and I hope that he can go and paint beautiful pictures in Paris. Oh, he's gonna marry. Yeah, he's gonna find his person. Yeah. Pause. Unrelated, kind of. There was, I think, during this episode, there was a trailer for Paradise, <gasps> and there uh, were so many people in that trailer that they have not. Show them, which I know that that's how they do paradise mm-hmm. and people come in, but they were so many that I was like, oh, like Damar from Tasha season yeah. and Demi. So mm-hmm. anyway, it made me excited um, for paradise. Also the part where they're like, we have to evacuate. This is the first time yeah, in I paradise know. history. You have to leave the island. I was like, oh my God. I know. Anyway. Um, I think, I think Ivan goes on a date with Jasenia, which oh. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like her that much. Okay. I'll hear it out. That's all. Um, then okay. we get to his friends coming, which honestly, very 
cute of the oh, yeah yeah you know? uh, yeah I love it when friends come to hometowns like I think that's very wholesome yeah yeah I didn't really have anything else just I feel like he started to open up and I'm sad about it I don't really remember how their like date ended I think they just had like a nice little like kiss and goodbye yeah I don't know um and then okay we'll get into it well we get let's into talk drag. about the date first yeah because I didn't think the date was happening because the way that the promo showed it, mm. I thought he sent him help, himself home before the date because we didn't see no. any of that. They tricked so, us, those producers. You so, sneaky mom. He plays basketball and that was actually very sad. I could see how that could be perceived as calculated. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say, that. I could see how that was perceived as Troy Bolton, because I texted also you. Also that. Because <laughs> I was also still, I was, like, finishing cooking while this was happening, so I was, like, dashing out at this point, and I just, like, intermittently went in between his monologue about basketball monologue. I'm not meaning that because I think he's an actor. I'm just saying he was talking for an extended period of time about basketball and his important, the importance of it to him. And I literally had, like, my hands full, and I had Siri text Haley, just Troy Bolton ass. (laughs) (laughs) I know it had a deeper meaning with his dad, but it was very Troy Bolton. It was big Troy Bolton energy. Big Troy Bolton. Um, And then they kiss in the rain, and Katie says, does it rain in Jersey? Does it really rain in Jersey? And I said, Miss Girl. It it rains everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) It's not Arizona. It's fucking New Jersey. Oh, that rain kiss? That was that was a lot for me. Um. Anyway, so then we meet his mom, and his mom's hot too. Yeah. I wonder what Dustin's mom looks like. I bet she's hot too. I bet she's hot. We got some. She hot produces a song like Dustin. Um. Oh, you know what we didn't discuss? Um, the pink shrug. <laughs> of all the things that we have. <laughs> This pink shrug. Here's what I don't get. Everyone is like, Katie dresses herself. She dresses herself. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. I get that. I don't know where you find a pink shrug in 2021. They're not in stores. They're not at thrift stores. Because I know, like, she thrifts. I don't I don't know where you find one. Other than going hold on to, it to a 13-year-old girl's closet. Well, yeah. A 13-year-old girl in 2012's closet. Yeah, not now. It. Yeah. Um, Maybe they sell them at like church stores <laughs> to wear over your dress to church. Uh, and it wasn't even, it was like a cap sleeve one. It was oh. literally, it was a shrug. Like every definition of the word. It wasn't even a cardigan. No, no, it was a shrug. And it wasn't like the like Y2K shrugs either. It was a shrug that was made to match. It matched the pink and the flowers in her dress. <laughs> Haley is a physical pain right now. It was just it shocking. Been, it would have been a great outfit if I were nine years old going to Easter. Literally. I think I probably wore something similar to that. Oh, 1000%. <laughs> um, so she did that. And then on this date, she is... This hometown part with the parents, she with the mom, she is once again wearing a shrug. Did you notice? It was like a longer. Yes. It, well, it was more of a cardigan, but it was still like a shrug. But it was borderline. Yeah. It wasn't like a thick, chunky cardigan, you know? Yes. It was a thin. So 
he's talking to his brother at some point, and I know some people think he's all fake and calculated, but he, I really felt it was genuine, and he was talking about how much he's, like, in love with Katie, and I ate that shit up. I have not wanted to like Greg. I have had trust issues with Greg yes. and some of the stuff that has come out, and I literally texted Annie yesterday before everything happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is really making me like him. Like, the way he was talking about Katie is, like, Maybe it was fake because it's like how I imagine it happening in my head is like him being like, I really love this girl. I don't know. I ate that shit up. I thought it was very genuine. You put it in a bowl. You were gobbling it up. I was eating it up. <laughs> and um, should we? Should I we... want to note a red flag though. And it's not a, a, no, a normal red flag. Like it's not the red flags. Everyone else, red flags, quote unquote, everyone is talking about. Although could be red flags. However, one thing that the brother did say, though, was he was like, like, Katie, when she was talking to the brother during their one-on-one, the first one, I think, was like, yeah, like, he's told me about your dad, talked to me about that. And the brother goes, he doesn't even talk to me about that. I was like, Greg, get a therapist. Oh, yeah. Greg, <laughs> Greg needs a therapist for sure. Oh, Unrelated people. Everyone needs a therapist. Everyone needs a Especially therapist. Especially when you have... When you when you lose a, your dad and your man, so you've never been taught how to process your emotions. Exactly. So that's why he needs exactly. Yeah. When his brother was like, he's never talked to me about this. I was like, Greg. Yeah. 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 Greg. So. Um. Anyways. Um. And then. Okay. So then he talks they, to both brothers. Yeah. Right? I yeah. didn't really. Yeah. It's whatever. I don't know. Let's just get into it. So oh, I'm gonna they sit down to do like their little post date recap. I'm gonna take a little and water. He is very happy and vulnerable and in love. Uh-huh. And he tells her all of this stuff and is very vulnerable. And like you can tell that emotions are hard for him and he has mm-hmm. expressed these emotions. Again, I know it's all edited. I'm gonna make a lot of like prefaces here and mm-hmm. whatever precursors. So maybe it was edited poorly, but Katie gives him like nothing in return. And I know that she says she wants to like save her. I love you or whatever. And that's fine. But even I felt like there was still more that could have been said to acknowledge like the gravity of what he had said. Yes. Especially acknowledging the fact that like the brother had said, like, he doesn't even open up to me about this. Like this dude has opened up to you about so much stuff and you're just kind of giving him like, not which isn't super reassuring or validating um and so i can especially when do we just do we just do the whole thing he says i love you or i am in love with you to which they get a pause some are debating what katie's sigh was she sighed so they're like it was like a happy sigh i don't know but there's a pause in there where they're just looking at each other and she's just smiling and she just goes, I love looking at your face. After he tells her all this stuff about like, I've never been this vulnerable before, but like, I feel comfortable saying, Oh, I don't know if that's the exact words, all this stuff about how vulnerable he is and how he loves her. And then she says, I love looking at your face, which did not, did not make Gregathy 
feel well. Yeah. He was, he was, Uh, he, um, definitely was not expecting that as a response, I would say. Um, and he definitely did not know how to move forward with that response. I texted this to Annie and I still think it's very true and very profound of me. I said, she's playing by bachelor nation rules and he's playing by real life rules. Yes. And this happens every once in a while on this show Mm -hmm. where people, you see this, like the real side of people struggling with this process. And I feel like a lot of times people struggle with it just internally and they shove it aside and they say like, do it for bachelor, you know, do it for the show. Like this is just how Mm -hmm. this, this show works. And I think that's fine. And I think like that's the like worlds that Blake's operating in and that, that Dustin's mm-hmm. operating in. But a lot of times people do to win. Yeah. But, also... but a lot of people leave this show. Like this isn't the first time someone has left this show because this they all of a sudden like are like they pop out of the Bachelor Nation bubble and are like, yeah. what the fuck am I doing yeah, exactly. here? This isn't like how this real life isn't is. a game for me. I have real feelings. Like I don't yeah. want to like be competing anymore yeah i don't want this well and that was another issue so let's just get into it yeah i because this happened when they were talking about the transcript because i literally was like reading the transcript earlier today oh my god someone well this is on reddit and i was like because it's god because this got brought up when they were talking after his hometown but also then the next day or whenever it was that he went to her place like this verbiage of like you're going you're getting a rose like you're, yes yes this like bachelor were this verbiage of like you're my top choice you're getting a rose like I completely understand like I get why people are like think that that's good enough but I also get why Greg thinks that that's not because that's not the same thing as being told like I love you I love you <laughs> or I want to be yeah, with you exactly that's and not he, the same thing yeah that is he, again playing by bachelor nation rules and it's just reminding you that you're in a tv show yes and doesn't he literally says like I don't care about the fucking rose like yeah or she's like I told your he said fuck the rose yeah he's like I she's like I told your family you'd be here next week and it's like yeah I'll be here next week with the other guy that you're still trying to decide between and I don't really want to be a part of that anymore which I know in the past I've like talked shit on contestants for being like upset that the other person is still dating other people but somehow this feels very different i don't know why um or like i don't know where to put where to figure that out from um because in other situations maybe it was because i didn't see like the chemistry as much so i was like okay this makes sense like peter with maddie and maddie (laughs) no hannah (laughs) with maddie and hannah like the whole thing was i was like well Maybe he isn't sure. Like, I don't know. But I guess this time I've really seen her and Greg and seen how, like, smitten she is. And especially after seeing um, the Claire season where it's like, oh, you really can do whatever you want as lead. Yeah. Like, if you really want to be with someone, you can end it right right there. You don't have to do the Peter thing and take both of them to whatever or come back and get one you can really do what you want to do as lead. So I think that changed it when I was watching this now. I was like, oh, he's saying this knowing that she could right then and there be like, 
okay, yeah, I want it to be Yeah, I I don't think it's unfair. I don't think it's unfair for him to, like, want to hear that from her. Yeah. And for him to be upset when she couldn't give that to him. Like, that's not, in my mind, it's not, like... I like I feel like some it's some people are like well she can't do that and it's like she literally can like she, she can. can we saw and, Claire leave out and I get that it's a show and I get that it's a show and maybe she didn't want to because it's a show but th- that doesn't mean that he's not allowed to like have reasonable human emotions yes. about it yes especially okay now I figured it out why I feel that way because we literally saw Claire do that we know it is possible for the bachelor at to do at her own will what she wants to do yeah She's and that's not that crazy that to do that with long. the final three. Yeah, yeah, and that's and not, yeah, that's not that crazy to do it with three left. Exactly. That's basically she, what Colton did. Exactly. She's done that all season long, too. Like, she sent home six guys one night because she yeah. wanted to. Like, she has been able to do her own thing from the very beginning. So if I was Greg and I was like, okay, she's, like, done her own thing from the start. She can just. Hey, I will, I mean, this whole argument was kind of hard to follow throughout all of it. I know it's. I know it's editing again, but it's like, I feel so hopeless, but I feel like she said nothing. I feel like she said absolutely nothing. And when she did say things, I felt like a lot of the time she was like, I don't know. I can't, I wish I'd written down a specific example. Maybe I can find one if you like talk about the transcript, but she said something where she was like, I'm sorry, this is really hard on me where it was like almost like turning things back around herself. She did that. I noticed right after their hometown. And again, when Greg came and talked to her, I noticed a couple times where she like, what she did say wasn't that impressive to me. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like she didn't give us much. And that was part of the issue. But it's he starts off telling her how happy he is to be with her. Um, haven't been this happy in a really long time. I'm like, I haven't been this vulnerable. Like, I love you. Things like that. And before... Because I know people are going to do this. Because people... Is this where I'm going to say it? I'm just going to say People have found many words that have say to it. do with very difficult topics. And have started to assign them to situations that do not apply. So, right now, I feel like there's probably people that are anti-Greg putting the pin on him that he was love bombing her when telling someone at this stage in the show that you love them, these great things about them is not what that would be. But because people are so like anti Greg in this moment, I would not be surprised if that was like a situation that was happening. hundred percent. Um, and so we get to, he tells her, um, he says that he's not going to get down on one knee twice. So he has to be like super sure. Like he doesn't want to get to, I mean, they have fantasy suites, but after fantasy suites, he doesn't want to get to the actual proposal and potentially be told like, there's nothing wrong with saying that the amount of people that have said that on this show, like people say that all the time. Guys say that all the time on this show. Exactly. That's not like insane. Let's not. And guys all the time. It is insane that after six weeks they get engaged, but that is the premise of the show. And so if they're at week five saying, I love you, you're so great, all that stuff in a normal relationship. Yes, that would be like semi concerning if that early your partner is saying like all these like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. Like things like that. You'd be like, "Okay, maybe I should keep an eye on that. But 
in this show, since it's like this whole microwave of time, it's very normal for that to happen. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Here, here's a line. Like this is an example of what, like when Katie and him were talking after hometowns, and he's trying to talk about like it's this process is hard. She goes. How do you think I feel having to go through it and having to like be so committed to you and then meet someone else's family? That's hard for me. Like in that moment, that's not, even if that is true, which it is, mm-hmm. that's not, that just feels like, well, you, you feel that way. Well, so do I, you know, like that's not the proper response. Yes, yes, yes. And there, are, like he goes, I just don't understand how you don't know at this point. I just don't get it. And she goes, no, what? It's like, what do you what do you mean why do we have to clarify this like i think that we know what's happening here and then he goes that's you and me at this point i just don't get it that's what's killing me i'm confused and she goes i feel like you're losing trust in us and it's like well he hasn't been he just told you he loved you and you said i love looking at your face yeah that would that's a very big thing to say and it didn't get reciprocated in a way that felt very validating it seems to him yeah um and then i don't know like people were saying that like i don't even i felt like she was holding back it really yeah. did and i know people were saying that like that was greg being a jerk and saying that she was holding back but i felt like from a watching perspective like, i she has been so into him this entire yeah it felt time. like yeah was she holding back yes is she required to like am i did i want her to like get on her knees and grovel no that's not what i'm asking either but like i'm not i i'm not asking for one end of the spectrum she was on one end of the spectrum. I'm not asking for the other end of the spectrum. It just yeah. like, I felt like she gave nothing. Yes. No, you no, that's a good point. I don't want her to be like on her knees begging for Greg or like stuff like that. I just feel like throughout this season, we've seen how much she is into him. And the response that she gave when he said he loved her did not match that. Exactly. That exactly. And I, again, we talked so much about her saving her. I love you. If her feelings are for him what they are, then she would have said it and she didn't. And so for me, it's like, okay, she didn't either. She didn't love him as much as we thought she did and it wasn't worth it to her or she had this rule in her head that she wasn't willing to break that ended up fucking her up, fucking her over later. Because the way that it comes off is like her saying like, oh, I don't want to say I love you until the end because I don't want to say it to two people. And so it's like, are you not saying it right now because you think you could still say it to someone else? Like, I don't know what, yeah. what the situation here is. Um, and then, so they like go into this little dark area and they're talking and Greg is just like kind of freaking out. Katie's also freaking out. I don't. Oh, I've like fully skipped ahead to, yeah. Oh, I don't think what's happening is healthy communication at all. Or good communication, maybe is the best phrase. Healthy probably makes it a little more, um, I don't know. It's just not my place to, I'm not a licensed therapist. I don't make those calls. Um, It's not good communication, what's happening between them. There's clear miscommunications happening. There's clear issues happening which all of that also 
people getting like upset and saying like it's like two people can just have incompatible communication styles like that's why a lot of people break up and it's not any person being malicious or manipulative it's just like two people who just don't know how to communicate that's like why a lot of people break up exactly like you're able to have miscommunication they just have different communication styles and also like and it doesn't have to mean that that person is a bad person or that they like i don't know it's just frustrating um but then yeah then we go to the next we don't know when it is i mean it could be one it could be 12 hours it could be like two days we don't know in bachelor nation editing world but greg comes to talk to her and essentially ends things yeah that's what i was when i said that she said she was helpless oh yeah yeah, and fuck the rose yeah i sorry i just fully i just lumped both of those conversations in one and he tells her like i hope you find what you're looking for like doesn't he say something like i deserve better not i deserve i don't know but like i deserve something else he just he wanted her to like give him something more and she wouldn't give it to him and the like bachelor like bubble that he was in cracked like that's what happened in my opinion yes and And then like when okay i did make a note of why is this hotel so damn confusing (laughs) because this is the second this is the second time where we've seen her like looking both ways running around this damn hotel and then he she finds him which people people on twitter who were being so annoying were like he said he wanted to leave and he's sitting here i'm like he's not allowed to sit for a minute but when she finds him sitting she goes uber waiting for him yeah she said i just want to hug you and it's again it's like say something that's like like you want to hug him that's not gonna help anything like use your words i just felt like he wanted her her to say anything and she wouldn't say anything Mm -hmm. and i don't know and i never really felt like he got that angry like i I know he got upset but i just feel like he was emotional it wasn't like Mm -hmm. you're allowed to be emotional yes like a healthy relationship isn't two people completely calm as a cucumber always yes you are going to have disagreements you are going to have issues that come up but you have to like figure out how to work through through those together and you have to see if your communication styles mesh because sometimes if you don't it's not going to work out and it's not because one person is a bad person it's just like yeah it just doesn't work um and so like he's sitting on the bench and she's sitting next to him and then people were saying all this stuff of like look like she's on her knees on the ground like begging him i'm like maybe it's because it was a bench i don't know he didn't force her to sit there no and she also wasn't begging him no (laughs) i okay i'm just like i okay the thing is i don't think greg handled the situation in the most emotionally mature way i don't and i don't oh no you no. wait oh i thought you froze i was like oh no <laughs> right now um i don't think that like greg was particularly amazing at communicating himself right now i also don't think katie was particularly amazing at communicating herself right now or maybe it is that they just have com- entirely different communication styles or they're entirely different places where he's outside of the game and she's still in it. Like, I don't know yeah. what it is, but they just weren't working. But instead of Bachelor Nation accepting that and accepting that, like, 
sometimes relationships just implode out of nowhere. Like, yeah, it, it happens. You know, um, people like they, the argument of like the argument of like when you have a miscommunication, you work through it. It's like, yes, this was just a miscommunication, but this was really a, this incident was like a bigger implication of like Greg's discontentment with this whole process. Exactly. And so like every breakup this season has been over one issue. Like that's how the show works. So I don't let people being like, you have to be able to communicate. Like this wasn't worth breaking up. It's like, no, this was a bigger sign of like this process. And he clearly wasn't okay with this whole process. And it's okay for him to not realize that until hometowns. Yes. And I don't even know to say it's just like ah um it's not like they're in the regular world and this situation happened you know like and they would have a few days to mold over instead we don't know how long they spent at katie might have gone on another hometown i don't know he might have spent time like literally just alone with his thoughts in his hotel room she might have spent a bunch of time alone with her thoughts in her hotel room that is like breeding grounds for freaking psychological pain. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, um, and so Greg says, I'm done. I'm going home. That's basically what we hear. And then Katie also says, I am also going home. She is in her room. Caitlin comes to her door, which is actually like a very cute, it was, like, not cute. It was a very sweet moment, and it made me really happy that, like, Caitlin and Tasha are the hosts. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because, like, Katie's crying in her room, and she's like, what questions do you want to ask me? Like, she's, like, obviously over it, and Caitlin's like, no, like, I'll just sit here. I'll sit on the floor and talk with you about how yeah. you feel. And Katie says, like, I want a flight home. Like, I'm done. Um, And that's where we end. But um, And then there was a preview which was shitty editing on their part. This is not any spoilers, but they have previously shown Blake and Katie making fun, making out in front of that like burning, burning statue, scary thing. I don't know. Yeah. And they kept showing that like a horror scene in these previews and the previews are made to look like very uncertain of what happens, but we know for a fact that she goes on a date with Blake. That's all. I, I mean, that's all we know. So, I mean, we don't really know what the format is going to look like next week. But my guess is there's, like, this dramatic her going home. And then she decides to go on dates with both of them. I don't know if there'll be proposals or not, but. I just. Okay. Um, So that's what happened. And then. Oh. Twitter blew up. Oh, wait. And then the credits. Oh, the credits. Were. Were a montage. Of Greg and Katie? Like, Greg had died? Of, like, all their, like, cute moments together. It was Over very- sad music. It was so weird. In slow motion. That's all. Um, but then Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, social media platforms exploded because everyone is apparently um, a psychologist and can diagnose. The, def- the clinical definition of gaslighting. The clinical definition of gaslighting and can um, what's the word? Can not prescribe it. Can assess it from one one like ten minute clip. Not even ten minutes. <laughs> Probably like five minute clip. One five minute clip on a TV show 
that is edited. And everyone, well, not everyone, a lot of people were blowing up saying like, oh, Greg is, Greg's such a gaslighter. Greg is like emotionally abusive. He's manipulative. Like those are very, very heavy and harsh words. And I just- They just have a lot of meaning and should be thrown around very intentionally. Yes. And and all of this also, all of this to say that if someone watches this and it triggers something for them because of a relationship they have been in, that's completely valid. Yes, like I'm not valid, saying valid. Greg is perfect. And this was no. a sign of bad communication. Yes. And that can all be a greater sign of an unhealthy relationship or yes. an emotionally manipulative relationship. That can all be a part of it. I'm just saying like to throw off right off the bat, like this this argument that was just two people that were upset. Like it just, you brought, you worded it really well last night where it was like, it just diminishes actual like gaslighting and emotionally abusive relationships. Yes, exactly. And that's the thing, like, that's my issue with it is I'm not trying to say that that wasn't a bad sign of communication or like a bad conversation that was held. I'm not trying to say that was like a whole hunky dory and, yeah, that was a goals. Yeah, that was goals. No, that was not a good conversation. But that, like, we can't just go around throwing around the words like emotional abuse and gaslighting and everything like that when it is, for all that we can tell, not hitting a lot of those definitions. And I'm saying that as someone that, like, isn't a fucking psychologist. And guess what? Everyone else that is saying that isn't a fucking psychologist so we all like it's just frustrating and there are real the thing is I feel like the more that we throw those words around the more that it diminishes what people actually go through when they go through those instances and so like it's just not something that we should do like I don't even know the good way to word it. I've been like on on it all day because it's just been really very close to home to me. Um, and so it's been very frustrating to see a lot of yeah. conversation around it when it's like, okay, I get this. I know it wasn't good, but like, that's not what it is. Like, I'm trying to tell you what yeah. this is. And like, I need to talk to my therapist about this basically was what I'm trying to say. But, um, <laughs> But, and, like, there there was one instance on, like, Instagram where someone I was fighting, not fighting with, but I, like, I responded to something being, like, hi, like, I know you're not intended I saw to, like, it. yeah, to, like, cause harm, but, like, this, by, like, saying that that's the definition, like, you can't, like, actually, what it is, is, like, repeated instances, like, that's a thing that, like, people don't see a lot, like, I think a lot of people just equate lying with gaslighting or like causing someone to be confused with gaslighting but like it goes so much deeper than gaslighting is like mentally making them like question their like reality exactly like and people will say like oh katie was questioning her sanity in that moment i'm like no she was confused there is a stark difference between like being confused and thinking like oh my god i'm hallucinating things like i i don't the term comes from a play where like this abusive husband is making this woman like believe that like I forget if it's like the gaslight is on or not but like 
makes her feel like she's going insane and makes everyone else think she's going insane. It's not that she's just confused. Like, that's not what it is. Um, And so I think that, like, the more that we, like, throw those words around, like, the more it just, like, diminishes the actual weight of it or diminishes the actual, like, weight of what happens. Because, like I said, it's, like, it tends to be a thing that's, like, seen in patterns because you break down a person over time. That's how it works. Um, And so it's just frustrating. I think it's really... um, I don't know if dangerous is the right word. That sounds wrong. But I think it's really really just wrong to pin that on someone from a seven minute clip that we saw yeah on an edited tv show and um that's and a lot of people seem to think that they know yeah someone was like well where'd you see about like the patterns part like in my definitions that i've seen i'm like well Do you want me to tell you about my extensive therapy <laughs> that I've gone through? Yeah. Um, we can discuss that. And so, I don't know. Like, it's just, I get it. I can see how without looking into the definition, like, a little deeper, how it could look like that. Definitely. But the whole thing is that you have to, like, look into the definition deeper. Because yeah. any definition that you look at just point blank is going to be, like, super vague. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I mean, people all season haven't liked him and this makes, this fits the narrative. Exactly. And I don't know, like I, I have, I have felt lukewarm about him all season. So this is like where I'm at with it. It's not like I'm like a diehard Greg Stan trying to be like, no, because I wasn't a Greg Stan per se. Like I've liked Blake this fucking season. Like, so I don't know. um, I feel like it is and okay here's the thing with why i like reddit because literally reddit now has a bot on the r the bachelor reddit where anytime someone says gaslighting an autobot comes up that puts like the like clinical definition of gaslighting and it's like hey i tried to send you a screenshot <laughs> i just found that was like i was trying to i don't think i did but it was like um a woman like it was like a meme of a woman putting like toys high up on a shelf and it was like yes! putting away like <laughs> words like gaslighter and emotionally abusive like away from reddit users yes okay i literally sent that one to my friends because the thing it these are the words folks that we should avoid gaslighting problematic gatekeeping insert mental diagnosis here i don't think it's like, we are not psychologists. No, you just can't. We are. And that applies way beyond just this show. And, well, yeah, like, it just. Like, okay, it takes me back to, um, I did, like, a psych minor in college. And I'm not trying to say that, like, that, like, makes me qualified to talk about things. Because it does not. Because what I'm trying to pull here is when I got into, like, my intro psych class, my professor starts off the class literally by being like, hey, guys, like, I know that as we're in this class and like we go through, or maybe I don't know if that was that class or this one about like abnormal um, an abnormal psychology class. I forget which one it was, but she starts off the class by being like, Hey, I know you're going to see and hear about a lot of different, um, different like mental um, diagnoses and everything like that. And you might think that they apply to you, 
but truth be told, they likely don't. Like, there is so much yeah. more that goes into these than we are able to cover in a class or in a psychology today article like these are things that we should have clinical psychologists and therapists and people that like go through these things for a living assess not just people out here that can read stuff on the internet which leads me to my point of i um was given a recommendation for a book based on the reddit which i'm very interested in reading it is called Conflict is not abuse, overstating harm, community responsibility, and the duty of repair. And I think that that is a very interesting topic that I think a lot of people should read. um, Because I think nowadays we can sometimes conflate any conflict with the word abuse, which is a lot heavier than that. And I think that we should assess that as people. <laughs> yep. Period. Period. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot to like. It's, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to read today. It's been a and lot. And a lot of, a lot of voice, just a lot of voices. Yeah. Um, I just want to say, however you feel to our three listeners, we hope you're doing well with all this because even like conversations around this can be like triggering like i saw yeah posts if you like, needed to skip this epi that's okay like you i want to hear our opinions on it like, totally yeah, good there because i saw people that were like you know what i was triggered by them fighting or i heard people also being like well i wasn't triggered by them fighting but now i'm triggered about everyone talking about gaslighting and like emotional abuse so there's just like so many layers to this and no matter how you feel about it, um, I hope you are doing well because no one deserves to feel bad or triggered, even if I disagree with your assessment of the situation. 100%. On OP. All right, guys. Next week. I don't know how long this has been. I feel like we've been screaming for an hour. Oh, an hour and 20. It's a little bit of a longer version. Well, actually, we'll probably cut out 20 minutes of me screaming. Um, next week we end it all, and then we get into paradise! What do you think is going to happen next week? Because I didn't think Greg was going to come back, but that Greg montage makes me think that somehow- I don't think he's coming back. I think she's going to go home, and it's going to be very unclear what's going to happen, but I think she's going to come back. She's going to go on final dates. I just don't know if there's going to be a proposal or not, and like what happens after the dates, I'm very unclear about. Mm-hmm. If like I think if there is a proposal, it'll be one person. I think she will send Dust. I always want to call him Dustin. I think she will send Justin home, and it would just be Blake. Um, that makes me think. I've we seen. I've seen, seen. We have never seen a promo of Katie. Exactly, at the and that's why. I, that's like, or even a proposal. Yeah. Like nothing like a proposal, and so that's part of the reason that yeah. I'm like, I don't know. And also, um, I've only- seen. The only one that we've seen with, there's only one more unaccounted date that we have seen, and it's that date with Blake. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I've yeah, we did not see any footage of her on a date with Justin. Yeah, I um, I've seen theories. So this is again not spoilers because I've seen these are literally just like people commenting and stuff, like nothing proven mm-hmm. that like she ends up with Blake and then somehow she, like 
either she ends up with Blake or gets engaged to Blake and then it ends and she might be with um, Michael. Yeah. So because people thought she was acting I, strange to Michael. Like, yes, I didn't. I don't know. I, they I didn't, didn't really get into that. it is the strange thing. That was what was strange to me is I felt like they didn't really get into it at all. Yeah. With him. But I mean, he I don't know. So thank God we'll find um, out soon. Is next I think week, she could be single. Is next week I also be surprised all. Um, after the final rose? Yeah, I think everything's next Monday. Uh, or maybe Tuesday. Okay. I can't believe... Because Paradise starts the 16th. We made it through without getting spoiled. I mean, knock on wood, we have... Knock on wood. We have like six days. Well, I don't even know. We have a few days. But so far, we've made it. My guesses are she's engaged to Blake. Mm-hmm. Or she's single. Or she's dating Blake. I think she's dating Blake, likely. I called it. You know what? Sometimes compatible. a broken clock is right twice a day as per every, the video of Christian Every, Walker. what's it called, has their, isn't there like a similar joke that's like something has its match? I guess. Every... There's a, there's a there's some expression that's like every something has its match. Um, I just hope that we go into a really light and happy um, Bachelor in Paradise. I hope that we I need a palate cleanser. I need a palate cleanser. I hope we have. I just need Abigail to find love. That's all I yes, ask. yes. I hope we have better conversations around phrasing that we use to identify things. I hope that. All the people on this show are doing okay. Um, and yeah, I just hope for the best for everyone. And I am sad with the way this week went, just because it was obviously like a lot for like everyone in Bachelor Nation, I feel. Um, no matter what side you were on, it was a lot. And so I just want everyone to feel good soon and i hope that paradise will bring that to us yes agreed and that's that on that everyone we love you guys so much peace and blessings smoochies oh it's my bedtime same i'm sleepy